I'll make it happen. You'll make it happen? Do I have to talk dirty to you? Or just talk about yeah, the NBA? Please do. <laughs> yeah, g'day everyone and welcome to the show. We get a little bit loose, fast and wild to start your week off. It is the week nine preview. We call it the crossover. I am one of your two Maddies who are host. So if you hear Maddie thrown around a lot, it doesn't get confusing. We assure you, I am Matty G. This is the Super Coach Matrix, and we're going to preview week nine. Have a little bit of a flashback look at week eight. Matty, you said one of my favorite words today, blow. Huge blowouts in the NBA. There were some blowouts. It wasn't the best day for watching basketball, but there were a few buzzer beaters, and um, yeah, let's move ahead. Mate, Bucks spanking, uh, Bucks spanking the Pistons. Uh, we're not surprised there. There's only some notes we'll get to after that because we've got a couple of questions from you. The 76ers, we called it last week in the preview. They had one of the strongest schedules of the week, and they absolutely served it up, whoever they faced. The Cavs getting a nice needed win for them with the, the injury dismantle with the Cavaliers. We'll talk about them in some upshot. Jimmy Buckets getting away with a huge W against the Bulls. We're going to talk all this and more right up after this for your insight. Fantasy show for week nine. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yeah, you are. And look, Matty, just so we're not going over it and like just flogging a dead horse. Um, shout out to Mick Dell. Uh, not a dead horse, but just the biggest one that there is. Um, and all the boys at the inside team, we've got our Christmas party tomorrow night. We're looking forward to that one. So in the spirit of all things festive, let's give thanks to what we can give thanks for in these games. Anything to be thankful for in the Pistons-Bucks game today, apart from a huge line from Bobby Portis? Honestly, it's that Kate Cunningham looks like a basketball player. Um, I'm not throwing a lot of faith in him because he's from Detroit at the moment. But if he had an opportunity somewhere else, I think that he'd be really good. But, um, yeah. yeah, look, it's probably the prospects, and that's Cade Cunningham and James Wiseman for me. Yeah, James Wiseman today, 26 minutes. Uh, he's continued to impress in his last few games. So he's made a lot of watch lists. And- I'm going to touch back over on the back of this one. We're going to go through Yahoo's like who's hot list, and we're going to say, are they hot boys or are they actually just stream options? So sometimes when we get hot guys, we just bring them in for a game or two. Oh, look, they're going to go. But can we get someone long-term from that? And that can help to change your fantasy destinations. Uh, Brandon Miller continues to cook with Charlotte, and Miles Bridges has sucked this last week. Uh, Maddie, Miles is better with LaMelo Ball, true or false? Yeah, 100% true. Um, and to be completely honest, I used Brandon Miller as a throw in me receiving him this last week because yeah, I saw that with, with LaMelo being out, Brandon Miller has been great. And he's just somebody that I want on my team. Do I think that it will expire? Yes. But he took the most amount of shots for this team, four rebounds, four assists, um, Look, should be rostered at the very least. Um, should be rostered, hundred percent. Yeah, but is a guy that plays thirty minutes a night and can get you some buckets. Uh, lessons, anything to be thankful for apart from um, the the Cavs? I guess really showing their weight today. Jared Allen, massive line. Uh, Trey Young has had a really good week. He's more improved weeks. So this is the Trey Young. Like this is optimal Trey. 
I am not thankful for Sadiq Bay sucking on threes and taking my three-point percentage this week. The guy has been an absolute fucking dud. Uh, I think he is like one from 14 in his last two games, which is almost for Sadiq unheard of. He was a 350 shooter. This has been shithouse for him. But hey, look, DeAndre Hunter had a good game. They did. Um, It's... Look, I actually rate Toronto after reading that yeah. um, that Alex Wong book. I've actually been looking at Toronto a lot. Um, bought a Toronto hat. Been uh, yeah, thinking about getting a uh, thinking about getting a jersey, but I just don't know who I want from this lineup because they haven't been very good. Um, Scotty, talk Barnes, about the bloody Atlanta Hawks. I'm talking about the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, I said Sadiq Bay. Yeah, no, they played, that was yes, that was the Cavaliers today. Fuck, I'm on the wrong day. Jeez, I'll tell you what, the Bolters are great today. <laughs> you were trying, you were still looking at yesterday's. No, 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 that was a big one. That the, 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 There was a massive spanking yesterday, but today the Cavs had a nice comeback win. Um, even with yeah, the their, Cavs were down a heap, side. right? Yeah, they were, and they've come back and they've won it. Jared Allen put together the biggest game for him. Like He really stepped up, 12 from 14 from the field, 14 rebounds, uh, only one block, two steals, but it was like Maxi Struess putting in some good work on the side, Dean Wade, Really, five from eight from the field for them. That was a, a decent. And yeah, Tristan Thompson, the ghost of Tristan Thompson of Cavaliers past, getting that uh, paternity check over for a Kardashian, did okay. But yeah, did you see Craig Porter Jr. actually got minutes in that one? Yeah, look, I had a chat yesterday. If anyone hasn't watched yet, go back and check out the Heat Check Pie uh, Pod. You can find it in our live feed. And while you're doing that, make sure you like and subscribe to all things that are inside fantasy sports. Make sure you're doing all that and checking us out. Uh, we actually did expect to have some more minutes from Craig Porter Jr. Just because there's like this shallow on the guard. And look, 15 minutes isn't a lot. They're really like Donovan Mitchell putting up like 41 minutes today was huge, but his efficiency was shithouse. They still got the win. On a seven from 21 effort, if he had put in like another three or four shots, the four from nine from deep was Okay. You'd argue with that, you know, you'll take that any day of the week. But they're getting to the cup ones. You want to see that improve for him. But, yeah, Jared Allen really just dragged them fucking hammer and tongs over there today. Paddy Mills, he, he got rolled out there as well with what's going on in Atlanta. But the big thing is this, a Kongwu, I was very curious to see what they would do. They ran a very small ball lineup with a Kongwu stretching the floor. So if you're wondering what it's going to look like in Atlanta, if they trade Capella, what does it look like? Well, it looks exactly like this. But you could probably take out Sadiq Bay. You'll put Jalen Johnson into your lineup in a couple of weeks' time. Capella would be out. Uh, Bruno Fernando would get the backup center slash forward minutes. And Okongwu playing 32, 7 from 12 from the field, 2 from 4 from deep. But only 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 16 points. You like to see it from him, but you do want the rebound count to be up, Matty. Yeah, look, I would like that to be up. Um, it's hard. Like, Sadiq Bay was just out there plugging away, missing shots getting rebounds. Um, he nearly had the most amount of rebounds for the day, if you don't count uh, Bruno Fernando. But Trey Young scored like nearly 80 points this weekend. Yeah, he was – Trey Young has been on a tear this last week. I tried to try – we were talking about this with Mally. I wanted to trade for him in one of our leagues with Mally, and I didn't get that over the line. And then you look back at Trey Young's week, and you're like, why would you trade him? Because yeah. this, he, can, he can put these weeks together in weeks like this. But then other weeks, it's not this. So this is optimal tray. Like this is peak. This is apex tray. This is actually kind of what I expected. I actually expected, you know, your 30 and and eight 
for the year from Trey. I took Trey at 12th in one of my leagues, and this is what I expected from him. Uh, Am I winning that league? No. But um, (laughs) this is what I wanted from him. So, You know what? This is what I wanted in Indiana from Bruce Brown. They did get the L against the Minnesota Timberwolves, but this is what I want from Bruce Brown. I want one of three from three. I want eight from 14. I want five rebounds. I want five assists, and I want a peripheral. I like a one-on-one, but 17 points from him. TJ McConnell with, obviously, Tyrese Halliburton out. It all went shit sideways. And look, today, Buddy healed. And I'll say nothing to Mick Dill because we were talking trades for him this week where we were talking about maybe Cam Johnson for Buddy healed. And I look at this Buddy line in 18 minutes today, and the guy got two assists, one rebound. Not a great one from Buddy, but Naismith, Ijax, there is some streaming value on the bench here of the Pacers lately, especially with Nemhard being out and Tyrese maybe looking at being a bit cautious. Yeah, I'd love to look at, like we did that podcast straight after the um, IST tournament and Isaiah Jackson impressed in that game and it's just continued, hasn't it? It really has, man. I think there's definitely stream value with that bloke. Uh, Carl fucking Anthony Towns was a horse today. Like I love, like I've I've been a very proud cat owner. I traded for him in a couple of leagues. I'll play it again just because why not? You're doing it. Forty points, twelve rebounds, perfect from the free throw line. Two of three from three, five of fifteen of the field. Twelve rebounds, four assists, three steals, and two blocks. That is a massive Carl Anthony Towns game. A great game from Anthony Edwards as well for the Timberwolves. We love to see that. Nothing we can really glean. Nas Reed again stretching the floor, doing the Nas Reed things. We love that. The Timberwolves are getting back to their form that they had earlier in the season, and it's good for them. But again, against the depleted side from the Indiana Pacers on a day where their their main weapon, Tyrese Halliburton, was out. I've got to ask the question, Maddie. This is the this is a bit of a. Uh, I think this was the moment that happened the other day in in San Francisco. What the fuck was that? Can I just, after Phoenix? Can I just, oh, go on. Yes, hold yes, on, you can. Hold on. So so we're talking about the Timberwolves. You've just missed 19 assists in your last chat. Like, as a Grizzlies fan, Kyle Anderson had 10 assists. Mike Conley had nine assists. Honestly, Grizzlies podcast. These guys guys are on the waiver wire in most of your leagues. And Mike Conley's going 21 and 9, and we're not going to fucking mention him. I don't care how fucking old he is. Get him in your roster, for fuck's sake. No, look, okay, the nine assists was great, but you'll look at the, like, two from five shots as him. Like, people, again, this is what we talked about this last week. The sexy model that walks past in the really skin-tight dress is points. Everyone looks at points first, and they see that first and foremost. They don't see the peripherals. We all know that the sexy girl at the bar is points and threes and high percentages. Like, of course it is. It's really attractive. But you want the other stuff. Nine assists is good. Slow-mo, then. You look at that 500 from the field. The 10 assists is massive, but he's not doing that every game. This was the game because... Cat popped off, Edwards popped off, and that was because of the looks that those blokes generated. You, you you might get six a game on the reg from each of them tops. That's a great. But, that's great from your streamer. But that's great from your streamer. But you don't expect it from your streamer. I just picked up Scoot Henderson in the league. I expect it from Scoot. You might have seen that it was in the inside B league. Scoot Henderson's been sitting there on the waiver wire, and I was like, Darius Garland, who I have in that league, has just gone down. And I was looking at my wife like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? I've got one eye on spot. What am I going to do? I've had a fucking injury season and it's killing me. And I looked around and Scoot Henderson was there. And I was like, oh, would you, can I, would, could I offer you in the G-Wizzles, please, sir? 
And he was like, yes. Yes, I would like to step into your squad, Matthew. I would I would like nothing greater because this is a guy who I wanted to draft late in some fantasy leagues. I haven't even spoken about him yet, but I'm just really happy that I picked up Scoo Henderson in one fucking league this year and it was on the waiver wire. When I needed him most, it's like the Red Sea parted. It's like Scoot was there and Moses. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that KP takes out Garland's jaw for you, Matty. And I'm going to be standing at the other end and I'm going to let everyone else collapse around and take out the Egyptian army and I'll be there for you, G. And he was. So thank you very much to you, Scoot Scoot Henderson. I hate to break it to you, but Scoot Henderson is a poor man's Aya de Somnu at this fucking stage. No, he's not. We'll talk about this later. Fuck you very much and and, and take that (laughs) back. And you can can wash your filthy filthy trash mouth. And again, back to my point where I played this earlier and you diverted to just give it a bit of a Grizzlies one of these ones if the cover of Jamarant beat on the thing wasn't enough for you. Yeah, I think the Phoenix Suns game for uh, for the Golden State Warriors was really that moment in their season because Clay Thompson has been fucking on Fuego the last couple of games. And this is, I, I caught it out on the pod. I said, if there was one thing to do before the next game, I said, look at Clay Thompson to bounce back. And the motherfucker has done just that. 24 points, three assists, five rebounds, one steal, four from nine from deep, perfect from the line. Now, seven from 19 isn't great. But the big switch up in their lineup is Kaminga and Potty, that you're a big fan of, getting into the starting minutes. Wiggins was decent off the bench today as well. And we want to talk about the Warriors soon. But this is an improved Golden State Warriors the last two games. Yeah, it is. And Chris Paul, again, like talk about someone like your Mike Conley's or someone like that. 11 assists, but two points. Um, yep. You're going to be okay with that because uh, I have seen him on the waivers a few times. But I think this is better from Wiggins. I think that nearly is- Wiggins off the bench is something I like more. I've drafted him in a couple leagues this year. I've dropped him to waivers. I might look at signing him again. Look, this is the, is this the case of the Austin Reeves in the room? Like the guy being good coming off the bench and then mixing with the starters when he needs to. So he gets a little bit of run, gets his confidence back up minutes wise. He's because not he's as 16... good as Austin Reeves at the moment. The guy's been. No, he's not. No, 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 no. He's, he's not. But he is 61% rostered in Yahoo leagues. And he's gone down 6% in the last day on the back of that performance. We're going to the bench. Now, five from five from the stripe, which is one. Like, so in the last how many games? One, two, in the last six games that he's played, in the last five games that he's played away from the time, it's his most time getting to the stripe. The assists are down. Like, when has he got more than like one or three assists for the season? Like, the assists are down, but the rebounds there is nice. The low turnovers, we could get some more threes from the bloke, but that's good for Wiggins. The big thing here is Cam Thomas continues occasionally just to cook, and he loves to have an ego on him, taking the most shots there in Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. fucking shots. Shooting yeah, 60% 24. for 41. Yep. That's fucking wild. It's wild. And they only lost this game, the Brooklyn Nets, in the first quarter. Like the Nets lost this game in the first quarter. They were down seven points at the end of the first quarter. They came back and Golden State cooked them. So they lost it at the half. So they won the second half and they just had to climb back out of their fucking hole, which is something the Nets on the back-to-back were doing. Claxton... Claxton, though, can I just? I don't know. I'm going to check it out. I know. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to give it. I'm going to bit of a one of these ones to Nick. Your destination. Barbecue chicken alert! Barbecue chicken alert! I love Nick. I love Clacko. Did you know? Say, and he went six players deep, which is elite for getting one of these guys on your roster. Like, yep. 
I love Nick Claxton. I've been enjoying watching Cam Johnson play. Mikel Bridges was someone that was probably taken a little bit early at this stage, but you'd be pretty happy to pick up Royce O'Neill knowing that he's playing 30-odd minutes a night. 34 minutes a night? Huge. Guys that played over 28 minutes a night, everybody else that played played eight minutes. Like They've been been decimated with injury. They have absolutely been decimated with injury. You look at this one. Now we're gonna get this. We're gonna we're gonna rip it. Look, let's let's just do we want to go through the games more? Do we just want to t- look? Let's play out some standouts from each game and get down to the business of what's going on. Thunder and Nuggets. Anything there that stuck out stuck out for you today with the Nuggets? Sorry, the Thunder getting the one point win. Anything that just Not really. glared you in the face? No, nothing for me. You can't really look for anyone there apart from Isaiah Joe just smoking around town and getting a whole bunch of threes. That's what Joey does. No more or less than that one there. What about for you, the uh, the Mavs and the Trailblazers? Only the fact that I'm playing you and Anthony Simons went fucking wild. Yeah, you are playing me in the league this week. And and again, I, I mentioned this to you on the we were on actually we were on the phone and I was like, it's a one center league. And unlike in ESPN, where Nick Claxton is power forward center eligible, he's only center eligible. In ESPN. So I've got to make always the choice of what I do. Do I walk out him or do I walk out Walker Kessler? Kessler's coming back from injury. He's either in, he's out. It was the back-to-backs, his minutes restriction. So I play Claxton, which let's be honest, the smart fantasy choice is you would play Nick Claxton over Walker Kessler. I'm not mistaken there, right? Like the smart play is that. Good. I'd do that. Yeah, I'd do that too. I should go get my matching hat, by the way, so we can be really super cute together. Anyway, apart from that, I... um. I let him, and it was the game. No, I had to see Walker Kessler twice this week on 11th. Can we wear the standard squeeze hats? Can we just do, can we, can we, here we go. Now we're matching and we're backwards. There we go. Standard squeeze bros. Um, yeah. And so I, I sat Walker Kessler twice this week over Claxton and Walker Kessler in those two games racked up 11 block shots and we are currently tied on blocks Yep. or we're currently tied on block shots for the week. So it all comes down to tomorrow. We've got to roll out. We've got to throw each other's guys basically at each other and hope for one of us gets blocks. That's the, that's the key tomorrow. The blocks and, The blocks is the difference in that league. I think you're up by like 20 assists. I'm up by like 40 points. You're up by like 10 three-pointers. I've got three-point percentage in the bag. You've got – I've got oh, field goal percentage in the bag. Yeah, yeah three-point percentage Sorry, isn't one in the bag. Yeah, three-point is was the, Yep. This was the Garland one, and also this was something else happened this week on my roster that was, oh, yeah, it was the Kessler thing because it's only a shallow league, this one. We literally have a point guard, a guard, a guard, a small forward, a forward, a forward, a small forward, forward, power forward, forward, and a center. There is no utility spots in this league. So it is one of the shallowest roster leagues that we both play in, and it's a real good test. So shout out to Inside B League because that is a challenging league when you don't play with utilities. Like Honestly, like get into an Insight League next year. If you're not in one this year, We'll be putting out the feelers, getting to one for next season because they're fucking being great. And we're just playing with punters, but there's not a lot of room for error on these leagues where you play in shallow leagues like this. And we're 12 deep with only 10 deep rosters. So it's like the best 120 blokes have to be on your roster. I sit Brooke Lopez every second week. To be you do. Honest. You do. You do. And you're rolling him out there tomorrow because you need block shots. You fucking um, – you, you see you next year. Anyway, by the way, Good shout life. out to Christmas – Good bloke. Uh, shout out to Duop Wreath because we all like to hang a wreath at our door for Christmas. 15 minutes for Portland, 11 points, five Barry wreaths. Wreath. 
the great Barrier Wreath. We love that bloke. And also, I'm going to shout out to my boy, Scoot Henderson, because I want to pick up a really big difference here, because F you and your stupid AO to sumo comp, you dickhead. Uh, 24 <laughs> minutes for him and Malcolm Brogdon. Um, now, this is only currently because Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp, for some reason, they're rolling out two shooting guards in a team that sucks in Portland. Now, I don't know what's going on there, but that's sooner or later bound to change. Shaden Sharp will move to the small forward spot. They'll realize that Grant's going to play or Kamara's going to play there. DeAndre Ayton can be bloody buggered off sooner or later with some season-ending injury, considering that if they're in the competition for a lotto spot, the Pistons are deciding to do the greatest tank job known to mankind. But Scoot Henderson was five from 10, one from one from three, two from two from the field, three rebounds, two assists. He got a stinky block in there, 13 points, and he has been putting together a nice line. I only see him ramping up more. Now, him in in the minutes from Brogdon are equal. I see the Brogdon minutes going down and sharp, and I, I see distribution of wealth in Portland as they continue to suck later in the season. If he is now on your wire, like he was on ours in this shallow league, jump on Scoot Henderson because I do think there's value for Scoot. Uh, he is, I'm going to actually, let me check his Yahoo roster ability right now. Scooty McScooterson. Scoot, Scoot. He is rostered by the G-Weasels. Yes, you are, Scoot, 60%. He has shot up 12% in the last day. So this was a guy that less than 24 hours ago was less than half rostered in leagues. Yeah. 50% owned. So this is a guy on the rise. Now his last few games, in the one where he played 35, he was playing 35 minutes, 30 minutes, and 30 minutes. He was averaging 15 points, four rebounds, seven assists, and he got and he gets random block shots. He's blocked three shots in the last three over the last three games. If he can keep that up, I'll take that from you, Scooter. Good on you. Anyway, shout out to Scoot Henderson for that one. Um, mate, next game up uh, on the docket. Apart from that, by the way, Dante Exum continues to currently be the greatest NBA export Australia has ever produced for the very short term. The this Jazz week, yeah. and this this week, yeah. Jazz and Kings. Anything there no- notable apart from one man? Colin Sexton scoring 28 points. That's fantastic. But what I looked at was the fact that Talon Horton Tucker didn't start and Chris Dunn did. Uh, Chris Dunn got the minutes there. That sort of banged up a little bit, but I was only holding you on until we can talk about Keegan Murray, 12 of Ooh. 15 from fucking three. Yeah. 47 points. Barbecue. Mm, yeah. If you're in your league this week and you had three points made as a very close category and you looked at it like, oh, maybe I'll pick up King and Murray and he can pick up two or three for me tomorrow. Well played, sir. Well played. Or madam. Well played, sir or madam. 12 points today. Mate, what a huge effort. Can our mate Herbie here do the pod with on Wednesday? Um, light the beam. Light the beam. Do we need to send him a new uh, – can he invoice us for his dry cleaning? Because I know his pants would have been wet after that. Mate, I've I've already done that this week. It's okay. He's been in my DMs. I'm already paying for yeah. dry cleaning on that one. Yeah, 12 from 15 from three. It's like, you know what? At one point in time, if you're a de- you're if you're a defender, can I can I just make the wild the wild suggestion to you that when a guy has scored like maybe three or four, maybe five threes in a game. Look, you know what? Forgive me. Six or no, sorry. Eight or no. 10 threes in a game, you might just want to close out and not leave the man open. Just a wild suggestion. But no, they continue to do it. He put up 15 three-pointers. To give you an idea of that, that is more shots 
from three than anyone else in the Sacramento Kings took. Nay, it is almost more shots than anyone anyone in the Utah Jazz took, excluding one Colin Sexton who took 18 shots for the game. That is how many three-point attempts that was from Keegan Murray today. Absolutely blistering pace. Keegan was elite. We don't expect it every game. He should be rostered. Uh, but, yeah, look, I know that there's been a bit of chatter over an OG Ananobi for Keegan Murray trade or somebody like that. But I think Sacramento might want to keep on to this kid. Yeah, they do. And, look, I like Keegan Murray. And Keegan Murray is also a guy – I did speak about him last week as an, as an ad. I, I look back now, and I think he's obviously going to be – if we look at him, he's going to be rostered up. I know that. Shout again. The B League that Mark J picked him up. He's gone up 2% in the last week. So he's hanging around some fringe value at 77%. But people were just picking him up and throwing him away. So he was he had a stable place in a lot of rosters. But a lot of people were just like, oh, you're not playing well, Keegan. Throwing him away. Picking him up and throwing him away. Like there was this run that he's been on now since he's come back from injury. Eight points, 14 points, 13 points. But since then, he started to really put it together. So Keegan Murray is definitely a shout in your leagues if you're looking around fair. So big shout out to Keegan Murray, doing really good things in Sacramento. And I actually see this continuing from them. Last game of the day was the Clippers versus the Knicks. My first question to you, apart from to give you some flowers, you beautiful bastard, for saying that Dante DiVincenzo was an absolute must-add in the wake of the Mitchell Robinson uh, and their starting rotations. You've been bang on. This was the best Isaiah Hartenstein game. But can I ask you this? Are the Clippers good? Oh, yeah, I think they are. My mate was actually at this game. Um, the NRL doing their uh, doing their tour of um, America at the moment because they're going to be playing a couple of games in Vegas for round yeah. one. And, um, yeah, the Clippers are good. I think that Kawhi and Paul George are, I suppose, they're – doing a really good job from just knocking down shots from James Harden. And there's so much yep. attention on James Harden, but I don't care about points if he's getting 12 assists per game. He's just doing no. his job, right? He is. And and this is the thing. You look at these shot attempts, and he's two from six from the field, but four of them were three. So he got into his James Harden, I'm going to shoot the three, which is what he'll always fall back into. Like that's his – Emotional support crutch. Great. You know, God bless him. That's what he does. I'd like to see him go seven from seven from the line. Can I just say you and I were very high on this early this season? And in the in the in the in the preseason draft, go back and check out some of the draft stuff early when we were talking about it. I did the draft, I did the risky, like frisky risky draft from number one, where I took Jokic and I said, How can you team him up this year if you get a bit loose? I took Zion and Kawhi in that draft. And I said, Kawhi Leonard for me was a must-own bloke if you can get him in a few leagues. Because Kawhi if he's not injured, is like a top 10 player in the NBA. And this is why 12 from 16, five of six from deep, seven from seven from the line, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, not one single bloody turnover. And I'm playing against you with him this week. And it hurts. It really, really hurts. Kawhi's been the fifth ranked player on Yahoo yes. at the moment. And he's been phenomenal. And he's been a bloke that people were sleeping on. But look, 30 minutes in the last game, 36 points. You're going to take it. Look, you're not going to trade for Kawhi because maybe he does get injured, but, yeah, you're going to reap the benefits if you – I've actually had a few like trades him. coming my way for him. So I own Kawhi in a few leagues, and I have started to see my 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 trades for Kawhi 
track up in the last couple of weeks. I've been hesitant to trade him, but if I'm you in your league, I would probably trade him because of the injury threat. So you, as you might trade, so this is the difference between Maddie and I as owners. Maddie would be like, yeah, I'd probably you would probably move him because you do think that at some point that that's just going to fall off an end or not happen, right? Like, yeah? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I'm rolling Are you more open to it him. than me? Because I'm not yeah, open to I'm, it. I, I'm... I'm open to trading him uh, just because I want to get somebody a bit more consistent, but I want to get two pieces that will roll it through. I drop the worst player off my roster and we just roll through to the finals. If you've got Kawhi, you're probably already in finals contention. Um, yeah. You pro- yeah, look. You know, you're probably, you know, at the upper echelon of your league if you've got Kawhi. Um, maybe you just, you know, you're packaging him for a better bloke or you're taking a couple of guys that you think that could just roll through for the rest of the year. Like you're, um, I don't even know. I've, I was oh, offered Larry. Someone, someone, someone threw out Larry Marketing to me as a name you might want to target. That was an I interesting like name. I'd want, I'd want somebody else thrown in. Kawhi, I wouldn't probably, Martin, but I like it. If someone has to sweeten it, if you could get an extra piece in there that's decent, maybe. But you'd almost probably go Lowry for Kawhi one on one, just based on history. But you know, Lowry is coming back off an injury, so there's a bit of a cloud over him. Feels so like he's got that one out of the way for the year now. What happens with Utah down the stretch? But yeah, look, I like it. And you know what else I like? I like to look at Week Nine. Let's just let's just do it. Let's get to Week Nine. <laughs> This is that wonderful part of the evening where we remind you not only that week nine is a big week for you, but we do remind you that Christmas, hence the tree behind me. I'm not going to lie. There is a tree behind me anyway, regardless of it, though, that our good friends, the Standard Squeeze, we're wearing their apparel we switched into before. Make sure that if you're looking for one of the keep cups, Maddie's got a whole bunch. He's got about 84 of their merchandise things in his room right now. What are you going to hold up, Maddie? What have you got? There you go. What is that you're drinking from, you beautiful, beautiful man? So, so Ash, the owner of the Standard Squeeze, actually made his own homebrew, and it's in this. And it's oh, you've still got some of that left? Can you bring some of that down to me when we meet up on the Goldie next week? Yeah, I will, actually. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I could go into my – I legit – we did this live on the show, Maddie. Hold the fort for a second. We're gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an unboxing He said hold the fort, but I don't know what he's gonna talk about. But let's talk about the four games that Yeah, talk going. about the four games for everybody. No, no, here it is. I got this one. My dog's come running over as well. She's like, Oh, what's that, Daddy? This is what it comes in. This is your conveniently added standard squeeze pack. So shout out to these guys. I got this one organized for the missus for Christmas because she's returning to work on maternity leave. This is an unboxing pot. Check this out. You can get your missus one of these ones for Christmas. This is the foreign one. This is everything. It is a coffee mug. It is a can cooler. There's a stubby holder. None of those things she can do in the office, mind you. Not, not one of these things that I encourage you apart from the coffee holder. There it is right there. And look at this. Look at this, brand new out of the box. This is the brand new hot pink one for my missus to jump on the train with or take in the car next year. If you want to get in the missus' good books and be like, hey, honey, I thought of you, it's it's pink. And you'll get the pink points. I call them pink points. It's not a Yahoo or ESPN cat, but it is a relationship cat for you. Make sure you jump on, use the promo code inside to get 15% off your purchase. Get yourself a sexy little forum one like that one for your missus. She'll love you more for it, I promise you. And if she doesn't, you don't get your money back. But we will give you good insight for your previews. Matty, who are our four team weeks this week, mate? 
Mate, so uh, this week on Monday, there's 11 games. On Tuesdays, there's four games. On Wednesday, there's 10. On Thursday, there's eight. On Friday, there's six. On Saturday, there's 13. And on Sunday, there's none. Um, but we're heading into Christmas. So four games weeks is nearly everyone. Um, Atlanta, Boston, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Warriors, Houston, Indiana, Clippers, Miami, Milwaukee, Pelicans, Knicks, Philadelphia, Suns, Trailblazers, Kings, Spurs, Jazz, Washington. But who we're going to want to stay away from is probably Phoenix um, after having a four-game week this week. Ooh, and see, I've, the- got a, I've got a counter to that one, so I'm really looking forward to chopping that up one with you. Go, go. go. Phoenix has how many Hit- games, Maddie? They only have two. Right. So they're the only team in the NBA with two. Now, the three-game week is that means of Boston, Charlotte, Detroit, Golden State, Miami, Milwaukee, uh, New Orleans, the Knicks, OKC, Orlando, um, Portland, uh, San Antonio, and oh, sorry, uh, and sorry, it was uh, Orlando. Back to this one with Phoenix. This is very, very interesting. I want to get down to this one. I actually think there is some value there. Now, who are we looking at on these volume days? Because there's two low volume days that you pointed out, Maddie, and the two low volume days are Tuesday with four games and Friday with six games. The rest of them, you might have a fully, fully fueled squad. So the Suns and the Warriors are the only two teams that play on both of those days. Now, as you said, mate, that the that the whole thing there is that we've got some good value with the Golden State Warriors playing four times. Sick. But those Phoenix ones aren't exactly shithouse for you because, in my opinion, I'll pull this out. So those two team days, with Bradley Beal being out for a few weeks with their ankle injury, Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon become absolute must-ads. Uh, but we're going to look for game time decision for Eric Gordon on Sunday because he's game time by the time you hear this pod rolling into it. So if he's good to go, he's a must add in week nine. Um, otherwise, Josh Okoge, uh, Eric Gordon, and Nissi Little, like those three blokes are kind of in the interim. So I think Jordan Goodwin is also another play you might want to look at. And look, you've got Drew Eubanks, Yuta Watanabe filling in some minutes right now around there, or uh, Shabezi Metu is getting minutes for Phoenix, but they're low volume days, Maddie. I think there's some value there still. Like, you can draft them in even for a day. I think so. Um, it's hard. Like, I elected for Eric Gordon last week instead of Grayson you Allen. You did. After, for the first, what is it, eight weeks of the season, I was Our all about Grayson Allen. And I yep. just got it wrong last week due to injury. But you can't just be, I suppose, you can't be disheartened by that. Eric Gordon. No has been the 108th ranked player throughout the week. He takes 13 shots a game. If he plays, he'll be really good this week. So I suppose Eric Gordon is on the roster in, what is it, 40% of leagues at the moment? Yeah. Sorry, 60% of leagues at the moment. I think you could add Eric Gordon coming forward to the next week. Yeah, I, th- I think he is an ad, and I just think it's the game time decision. Again, he keeps on getting ad and down. He's gone down to 34% in Yahoo Leagues. He's down 10% in the last day, only because he's probable to face the Wizards on Sunday. So what's probably happened is everyone has pissed them pants in the last day. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. If you're not in a daily league where you can add them last minute, they've dropped him off the waiver wire so they can get that fresh ad before the new day begins. 
just in case, like that's an insular fact, but you can take advantage of that drop. That's in Yahoo leaks. He's down to 34% from 44%. His that opens up a window. His this have been up with um, yep. with the other blokes off. So, Yeah, I, I think you're right. Like Gordon, if he's playing, there is value, especially with Bradley Beal being out a few weeks. Like this is much back to the status quo of what's happening in Phoenix. And he's an adult in the room. Like, yeah, Grayson Allen's getting some room, but I think there's value in veterans at times. And he's one of the most stable veterans you can get here. Um, we're looking at, mate, I've got a note down there as well. I want to go from the Warriors. Now, we've, we've known that Clay's broken out of his funk. Wiggins seems to be broken out of his funk. But what's going on there, and who do you, could you add for the rest of the week? Look, so Dre's going to be out indefinitely at the moment. I really like Pod. I think Pod's a good player at the moment, especially with somebody, how would I say, with equivalent value in Gary Payton Jr. at the moment. So I think that you should add Pod. I think you should add Darius Arich. I think Kevin Kevon Looney should be owned at the moment. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from Moody and Kaminga at the moment. Yeah, due okay. to some uncertainties, because I think only four or five guys from these guys should be owned at the moment, and I think Curry, Paul, Clay Thompson. And a couple of those other guys should be owned. I'm going to stay away from Moody and Kaminga. So, but I know you've got look, a differing opinion. So hit me. I look, I'm not, look, I, look I, I think it's what you need in your league. Like, what, what do you need? You need some more points and some threes and some higher free throw percentage. Bring in Pod, 100. percent Do you need some rebounds? Hey, look, there's Kevin Looney and Dario Saric sitting on your waiver wire. Do you just need some overall? Do you need a, maybe like four or five rebounds, three or four assists, maybe a steal and a block, and you know you're tanking free throw percentage. Maybe you could probably look more at a Moses Moody or a Kaminga if they're in there and they're going to provide that for you. So I think it's pretty much like a Swiss army knife there. But obviously with Wiggins moving to the bench, it's opened up value in the starters for Kaminga and Pod. So they're where you look. Because again, when you play more minutes, you have a potential to do more things. Even if that one thing is pass the ball to the greatest shooter in NBA history and Steph Curry like six times. Like, oh, fuck, they're coming at me. Oh, where's Steph? Oh, shit. Oh, look, he just made a bucket. There's an assist. And if that's your protocol, sure. And that's what generally happens in Golden State. Otherwise, he'll just dribble the ball out and finish and then just be a magician at the last minute and get to the cup and, and boy, your free throw percentage. But you can never get Steph Curry in your waiver wire. So that's where we look for that one. The only other team we're looking at this week, in my opinion, is the Washington Wizards. And I can't believe that I'm saying those words. In fact, I'm going to have to take a lovely drink of this Pinot Grigio just to put myself to sleep at night. You need it. For, I do, especially after recommending a Washington Wizard. So Tyus Jones is the first person you look at because he, he hit a triple-double the other day, and Tyus Jones has been Thank a label. Thank, <laughs> Thank fuck you brought him up instead of me. Fuck. Oh, uh, look, you know what? He is 75% rostered, but he's been up and down six ways to Sunday all over the place. He's had some good games. He's had some shithouse games, but Tyus Jones is available in leagues like – he is available in some leagues, and he's available. Here we go. I just brought him up here. Tyus Jones in Yahoo leagues. He's seventy five percent rostered. So this means ten team leagues. He's probably like fourteen team leagues. He's out sixteen team as he's done. Twelve teams. The windows ajar. But ten team leagues. If you have a streaming spot, you might be able to pull in Tyus Jones on a ten team league. Maddie, do you think this that's possible? 
I do think it's possible, and I love Tyce Jones, and I've dropped him in a couple of 12-team leagues, a couple of 14-team leagues, because I've owned him six ways to Sunday, to be completely honest. But yeah. right now, you need to own him. Yeah, yeah. He's look. That's nice. He's got a he's got a decent schedule with the week ahead right now, so we can definitely look to him for some value. Apart from that, Cooler Barley, who you know that I'm drinking the Cooler Barley on the west, the the East Coast Cooler that is Belal Cooler Barley. I love what he's put together in his last few games, and I think he has been a rosterable player, especially in 14 team leagues. Uh, he is available. He's gone up 12 percent, Maddie. He's up to 26 percent owned in Yahoo leagues. That's up 12% in the last day. Now, his last two games, he's been six from nine, four from 11 the game before that. But 17 points, five rebounds, two two steals and a block. The turnovers are what kill the bloke. Like if you're punting, like if you're completely punting free throw percentage and turnovers, this is a guy that you must roster on your team because we all know what's happening in Washington and that's Jack Diddley squat. Like they're not going anywhere fast. And these blokes are going to keep on losing until the end of the season. I think there's value in him if you can get him. Look at him and Kispert, as you've always said, for some threes and some brings. Let's go through. I think we do one of these ones, mate. Let's go through the injury and news updates from the teams before we wrap up with one very big news piece to finish the year. Uh, finish the year. Mate, do you want to take I us through the first that. few teams in our list? Yeah, look, Clint, Clint Capella. Missed Saturday's game against the Cavaliers for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Bogdan, Bogdanovich also didn't play with an ankle injury. Um, AJ Griffin is away from the team due to personal reasons, which is a shame because honestly, right now him. they could use him. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, um, Brooklyn, obviously Ben Simmons isn't there. Uh, they've really shortened their roster in the last uh, week or so. So there's only about seven players playing above 30 minutes at the moment. Uh, Charlotte, Terro's ear was struck in the nose and didn't return on Saturday. So we're keeping our eyes on that. Mark Williams has missed the last three games. So Nick Richards has been getting a really good bump there. Uh, Gordon Hayward also sat out in the last game. Uh, Good news, though, um, especially with the Rosier knock, that Frank Niakina, um, after his broken leg, is practicing with the G League team at the moment. So... Maybe if uh, Terro's here and I suppose Lamelo Ball is a little further away, Frankie Aquino yep. could be someone we look at. Yeah, he's getting back up to match fitness, and that's a go there. Someone who is match fit and then not match fit in Chicago was Alex Caruso. Now he was a ankle sprain, and he's becoming like a watch this space guy, like a week to week, day to day kind of lad. And it was a bit heartbreaking to see Tory Craig start to hit some stride with Chicago. We like former NBL legend Tory Craig. Uh, he left that game with a foot issue on the weekend, didn't return. Uh, we don't know about the uh, severity of that injury, but he should be considered questionable, at least for now, to face the 76ers on Monday in Cleveland. Uh, unfortunately, Evan Mobley, we've now learned, has gone and undergone surgery. He's aware six to eight weeks on that knee surgery. If you don't have an IR spot in your roster and you are flying high at the top of your league, he will be dropped sooner or later. And if you're flying high and you can do it, pick him up and take a couple of shithouse weeks because when he comes back, if they monitor him, there might be a down week. But if you're flying high, pick him up and, and do it in some weeks to come. And we'll remind you to do that. 
Uh, Darius Garland has a fractured jaw. And look, that's about four to five weeks. It's usually on the latter end of that. It is a fractured yeah. jaw. If, if you hit that, ask Kanye West. You know, you can spit you can spit lyrics through the wire, but you can't play NBA basketball. Uh, Dallas Kyrie Irving has missed the last four games. He's in a walking boot or thinking the earth is flat and slipped on it somehow. We don't know, but it was a heel contusion. Uh, he's back now. This is interesting because Rashawn Holmes, who was out with illness, could see a bump because Derek Lively left Saturday's game with a sprained ankle. X-rays were negative, so we're monitoring that. And in Denver, KCP is out now. He's in concussion protocols, depending on how he checks. We're going to see if he gets a run Monday versus Dallas versus shoot around. And uh, one of your favorite teams, Matty, tell us about Detroit. Fuck me. Um, look, <laughs> Isaiah Stewart has a shoulder sprain at the moment, and he missed that day. I don't even know if he works his way back into this team, the way they've been playing at the moment, or the way that he's been playing at the moment. Um, but the Warriors, look, Draymond Green, I know that you and Skitty chatted about it at length, but he's out indefinitely. Um, Indiana, the big one is Tyrese Halliburton did not play in Saturday's game against Timberwolves due to a knee contusion. Um, TJ Mack got the start, uh, but we have to monitor this one because that's a big bump for the guys on the bench, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And we don't know when Halley's going to be officially back. Like he could be back this week. They're kind of look, it's Halliburton. We know he's missed time with knees and legs and things in the past. So let's let's hope he comes back sooner rather than later. If not, TJ Mack or Tijamak, if you want to call him that one, um, he's going to max a bump. But look, Naismith is going to get a run in there. Nemhard is obviously still injured and has not come back into the squad yet. And that's where you get value there. In the Clippers, we don't give a fuck about Bones Highland. He's injured. But NLA, shenanigans against San Antonio Spurs with half of their roster just deciding to be sick. In fact, they're starting one of their pretty much their starting five outside LeBron. Just missed the game with injury. They lost. We'll see what's going on with them one. But the Memphis Grizzlies, Matthew. Your favorite team in the world. There's some very exciting news on the horizon for you. Look, John Morant's on his way back next week. Uh, he'll be back next week. Uh, he hasn't been injured. He's been practicing. Surely this turns us around. I know that he's our franchise player. I thought we would have been better than, I think we're 6-19 at the moment. But... Yeah. Ja is the guy on the horizon that can we'll, help us turn that corner, I think. We'll, we'll talk about him. At, we'll, we're going to do it with our hot guys after this one. We'll talk about him coming up next. Uh, take us through the next few, brother. Um, Tyler Harrow is expected to return this week, either Monday against the Timberwolves or Wednesday against the Magic. Uh, Jaden McDaniels hurt his tailbone, and we're monitoring that. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. should be back on Wednesday. I'm not sure I believe it just yet. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of trust in Orlando at the moment. <laughs> I, added, uh, I added Wendell Carter Jr. about three weeks ago, and he's still been hogging up my IR at the moment. Um, Markel yeah. Fultz is still out. And, uh, yeah, maybe it'll be a Christmas miracle if we see him back before that. But take us into Phoenix, Sacramento, and Utah, G. Uh, yeah, mate, Phoenix Bradley Beal's out for a few weeks right here, as we've talked about already. You're looking to stream in Gordon and uh, Allen right there, and Akogi and Little are out opening up minutes for guys like Jordan Goodwin, uh, Drew Eubanks, and you'd want Navi just to get some more of a run there. 
Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox finally missed me Saturday's game with a shoulder, uh, like a shoulder injury or some tissue damage there. So look, we're just going to get updates on that one, how it goes regarding Fox, because he'll presumably be day-to-day going forward, so we don't have much there. And rounding it out is Keontae Big Daddy G, or the little fella is going to be reevaluated with a foot injury this week. So he should be going. Look, he'll probably be out all week this week. And this really hurts with Jordan Clarkson being out. You touched on it earlier. We're looking for guys like Chris Dunn in that way. Now, Jordan Collins has missed the last four games because he's a dickhead. I mean, sorry, let me read the medical report easily. John Collins has missed the last four games because he's an asshole. No, sorry. John Collins has missed the last four games through illness because he is sick of playing a role in an organization, never reaching the superstar levels that he claimed to be out of the draft. He therefore is seeking a trade and can never fit in institutionally into a reputable organization under the tutelage of such integral coaches as one Will Hardy. Look, that's just what the injury report says for Utah. That's not my personal opinion. I'm reading that from an official medical document. Um, and we're going to obviously get an accurate diagnosis on those conditions later ahead, Maddie. But I think above all, as apart from you loving John Collins, I do want to talk about the hot guys for the week and, and waiver trends, because this is where I really want to get into your boy, Jammer. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Tell he- me about Jammer. Is he, are they going to come out guns a blazing in Memphis? I think they are. Like they haven't been that far away. Um, they've been losing a lot of games by a small amount of points. And even playing against Houston on the weekend, and I tweeted out that I really struggled to watch it. But yeah. if they had Jar Morant, they would have won it. I genuinely look, think that. Yep. I, I, I don't dispute that. I think that, look, Jar Morant is a, is a superstar. And he's, 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 your, he's your team's franchise player. Let's, let's not fuck about it. Like The great Australian saying needs to be said right about now. Look, we're not here to fuck spiders. Your season is on the line with Ja Morant, but I do still think that there's low-key value, and I've been shouting this from the rooftops. Marcus Smart is the – we did help him off that injury report because Marcus Smart is coming back. So hot guys for me are Ja Morant. They are Marcus Smart. They are Desmond Bain. They are Jaron Jackson Jr., and they and the Memphis Grizzlies as potential hot guys because I think that team could go on a real run. From Now, if they get a win against the Pelicans on Monday and then Jar comes back and they put a, the, te- the league on notice on Tuesday with two wins straight off the bat this week to start, th- those are good signs, Matty. I agree. I think that they probably should have took one of them against Houston on the weekend. Yep. I don't get to watch every game of the NBA being a Australian it being on the middle of the week for for us, but I really think that they probably should have won one of these games against Houston in the last. Yeah, they couple. should have. Yeah, they should have. And look, we had some massive performances from Jaron Jackson Jr. this week. Like they were massive. I'm a proud Triple J fan. Like this is this is why Matthew. This is why people wouldn't let you trade. This is why they would say no to Jokic. This is why, dickhead. If you're wondering why people wanted to veto that trade, 100%, when they look at you getting Kristaps Porzingis and Jaron Jackson Jr. for Jokic, they look back and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, the 40-point games. Again, the sexy girl at the bar is the points and the blocks and everything that Triple J does. This is – let's be honest. He was absolutely insane this week, brother. Like, this is this is apex Triple J I this week. I could have fucking owned him if people would <laughs> let my trades through. 
I've, I've like that was people were just wild at the chat about that. It was ridiculous. I took about wild. We're going to talk about a wild run of the most owned and added guys for the beginning of this week because we all know this is that creepy time in Yahoo and ESPN where people are either overconfident and they can lose their week or they're battling four four with one of their mates who they're on a podcast with right now in one league. Uh, let's talk about the hottest guys going through Yahoo. This is something that I think is possibly sustainable. Now, Trey Jones has been injured, but Malachi Branham has been getting a run of 33 minutes, 28 minutes, 34, and 23 minutes in the past four games for the San Antonio Spurs. He has gone up 10% in the last hour on Yahoo. And you know why that's significant, Matty? It's because he was 1% rostered previously and now stands at a very significant 11% in the past 24 hours. Are we looking at a potential in the currently that he continues to see these minutes with points so hard being ignorable? He has triple position eligibility with point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. In the very limited hours, in the three and a half hours since the new day opened, he has been added the most in Yahoo, 2,784 teams, and 43 people have been like, a oh, fuck off. Look, I kind of like it. I've had him in uh, some dynasty leagues and he's currently sitting on my taxi at the moment. And I'm considering bringing him out of it at the moment. He's been really good in the last week or so. And I think that Pop considers him a bit more valuable than Trey Jones at the moment. I don't, but I'm not an NBA coach. And Malachi Branham has been getting those minutes. He's been getting those points. And he's been getting those assists, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's been he's been very serviceable. As to has James Wiseman, I might have to take my shirt off and go for a shower. I feel dirty saying it. Did you? Mate, just, what, did you? Ooh. Whenever he's got those minutes, he's been all right, fantasy wise. Um, yeah. fantasy Wiseman even. Um, he shot at seventy eight percent the last week or so. Um, look, he's somebody that. In deeper leagues, you can add, but I don't think yep. it's going to last. No, look, and it's a back-to-back stream, or especially stream as you see fit there for the Pistons right now, because like Jalen Duran is still out for the immediate future, which is opening up this potential. It just shows us what he could possibly be, maybe if given a role, and fits into a system. The next one on the roster has been uh, Bilal Kulabale, I mentioned. Now, he is 26% rostered, up 12%. He's- it was 14% owned. He's up 2,000 spots owned, two two and a half thousand spots. He's uh, battling right now with uh, Wiseman for the second spot on Yahoo. He's definitely an ad, especially this week. We feel with the three-game schedule that's uh, soft for the Washington Wizards, we don't need to mess with that one any further. Goga Badadze, I added him against in one league this week, hoping for a block shot. On the back of this, I want one block, just fucking one. He got one block, two blocks, one block, one block, four blocks, four blocks, and then decided to repay me with the courtesy of only going 500 from the field. Now, look, he hit then four turnovers, and he hadn't turned the ball over four times at all this season, the dick, and didn't get me one block shot. So thank you. Shout out to you for building my dreams and then crushing myself, Gogo Badadze, but continues to be added in the absence of uh, Gogo, uh, of uh, Wendell Carter Wendell Jr., who Carter touched Jr. on. But I don't want to touch on this because I'm just I'm just giving you layups. Consider me your Tyrese Halliburton. Considering your me your league leader in assists for Memphis Grizzlies shoutouts this week. Dylan Mate, Brooks. Uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks has been good. Just remember he played Memphis in the last couple of games and he got a little bit of a bump. He's not Desmond Bain. 
as much as him and Desmond, they got tech fouls against each other, uh, fighting each other. But, look, Dylan Brooks had a really good week, and you can expect this on every, I want to say, fourth week. Because I've watched actually, Dylan can Brooks I can I correct that? Can I correct you? Career. I I want to correct you straight away. I actually think I have a Des. I actually think I have a Dylan Brooks theory. Because I had a look back at his shot attempts. This is it. You can call him Big Game Brooksy. I want you to literally pencil in on your schedules when he plays the Memphis Grizzlies or the Los Angeles Lakers or anyone he has a significant B in his bonnet about. Because the last time. That now, not the last game against the Lakers, but with the second last game, the first time that he faced up against the Lakers this season, he took 21 shots. I looked this up for you. He was nine of 21, 24 points, one rebound, two assists, and four steals. He took 20 shots, the second most of the season this year versus the Memphis Grizzlies. He he played a serviceable game, the one before it. So I'm just like, he does have these. Look, you're right. He he has just that. Fucking, Dickhead attitude in him. So I just I just sensed a theme there when I looked at like his shot attempts, 20 and 21 from the Lakers and the Grizzlies. And he hasn't he's got 17 others than other time closest to that this year. Is the only time he's even touched on close to it. I kind of like Dylan. Um I wonder whether Tari Eason would be a better ad, but Dylan Brooks <laughs> is good. Dylan Brooks is good. Dylan Brooks has been playing some service of basketball. So has Nick Richards um, with Mark Williams being out, but he is still sidelined. Now, look, it was a blowout loss versus Philadelphia. He was absolutely spanked by Joel Embiid, as all of us deserve to be at one point, put over the man's lap and hit like a small child crying because Joel can do whatever he wants to us because that's what he is showing this year. Corey Kispert is the next one on the must-ads list, 8% rostered. Uh, He has been very serviceable. But his free throw percentage has been down the last week. Uh, he's been playing some okay basketball for Washington. Your big one here, Colin Sexton. What do you do with a drunken Sexton early in the morning? He's 63% rostered, up 22%. Is he probably one of your favorite ads right now, Maddie? Yeah, he is. Just until uh, until I see a bit more consistency from Utah. He's a bit of a veteran on Utah, and it's hard to – think of that from Colin Sexton because I don't consider him an older sort of player. But look, right now, I'm adding the guy. Yeah. And I almost dropped Bruce Brown today because he's been up and down like a bloody seesaw. And even Mickey Dell said, what about Bruce Brown the game beforehand? And I'm like, yeah, great. Then he comes back and takes 14 shots without Tyrese Halliburton. So whenever Tyrese Halliburton's out, look at Bruce Brown just stepping up. The five rebounds, the two assists there and the one block, the three turnovers from him. One, It was really good to see that from uh, Brucey Brown. And our last hot guy ad of the week to dissect and go over is Shithauser. Um, Sammy with Boston with their schedule over the last days. That's probably a... Uh, I think he's up to 16%, 1% roster on the fact of some great three-point shooting this week, Matty. Look, he's going to have these weeks. Um, look, there's not a better week or a bad week to add Sam Hauser apart from the fact that you need threes. Um, don't add him unless you need it. Yeah, absolutely not. The only one guy I want to give a bit of a shout-out and a deep cut to, I want to talk about – we haven't talked about Fontecchio enough, to be honest, and – I think it's now warranting a bit of a conversation with Jordan Clarkson being out, with Larry Markin now being back in the lineup. We, Simon Fontecchio has actually been playing decent basketball for Utah, and he deserved a bit of a run while Larry was out. But 
Lowry's been back the last couple of games and he's still been getting minutes. In fact, he's played 25, 25, and 31 minutes the last three games. He's been he's incredibly efficient, shooting 100% from the field over his last five, apart from uh, the two that he missed in game four. But his last four games, through three games, he's perfect from the line. And then he missed two randomly, like just two randomly. His efficiencies have been up and down. He chips you in rebounds. He doesn't turn it over much. So I'm just going to give a bit of a shout out to an underrated hero, to someone you can stream in, especially on a Utah Jazz back-to-back. If he's still getting minutes in the coming weeks, on a Jazz back-to-back, especially on low-volume games, I'm looking at guys like Kelly Olynyk and Simon Fontecchio in there um, to bring them into my squad and get a bit of extra run out of them, mate. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, if you're going 200 deep, Simone Fontecchio could be your guy. Yeah, but he's no Triple J, and I'm talking homie Haskins because we just want to mention him once an episode so we get away. That's our bonus uh, That's our bonus bank. Uh, money in the bank, I guess. Uh, shout out to Haskins, a little bit of a bonus Haskins thing. And don't forget, if you love your betting, if you love to make the most out of your money, and if it's all about match betting from you, make sure you check out our sponsors, Bonus Bank. Bonus Bank is Australia's best side hustle. And if you use promo code INSIGHT, you get 25% off your first month subscription with those blokes there. They teach you how to maximize your betting to get that money back in all of your match betting. If there's a promotion on like, oh, if you make this multi or that multi, or if you want to get this parlay or that parlay, they will teach you how to make that and make free money from it. So do reach out to our friends, Bonus Bank, and use promo code INSIGHT for 25% off your first month. Maddie, this has been the crossover. Thank you, brother. Cheerio. Cheerio all.